I love the word averted. It's a good one. It looks like things have been averted on a strike, a possible strike with the teachers in the public school market here in Edmonton. And joining us to talk about this is Heather Quinn, the president of the Edmonton Public Teachers Local Union 37. Hey, Heather. Hey, Brent. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. You know, when we talked in December, and I was ready to go on a holiday, and I thought, I wonder what kind of holiday Heather's going to have. A lot has changed in a few weeks. What has happened here? Uh, well, I I would agree with you in that the word averted is a, is a great word. Um, we had a meeting last Sunday of uh, 1,600 of our members where the latest proposal from the employer, Edmonton Public Schools, was presented to them. Um, and they overwhelmingly voted in favor of accepting it. So as you have already mentioned, that means that our um, scheduled strike vote has been cancelled and uh, parents and families can look forward to teachers doing their best work with kids in their classrooms going forward. I know you're going to dance around some of the stuff here because you have to, but was it 96% <laughs> in favor of this proposal? It was. That's pretty good. Like, When was the last time you had a high number like that? Is that normal? Um, it, well, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I, w- I will say that uh, that percentage is uh, probably due to teachers standing up um, for themselves in those first two proposals and saying that it's it wasn't meeting their expectations. And that's that's why we ended up going back to the bargaining table uh, with the mediator and with the board and how we ended up with sort of that third offer. Now, what were the big issues here? Let's just kind of re- retrace back a little bit for somebody who might just not, who, who can't remember. <laughs> There's that. Um, well, yeah, some of the big things were um, some teaching and learning conditions for our distributed education teachers. So those are our Argyle teachers or our online teachers. Um, some paid professional development for our supply teacher colleagues, the teachers that come into our classrooms on a moment's notice and who we probably could not do this work without. Mm-hmm. Um, our teacher development fund, so that's a PD fund that where teachers can access monies to um, take some PD that will assist them in their classrooms with students. Uh, we had also talked about um, some um, days for our paid days for our administrator colleagues that end up uh, having to go back into the schools um, in August to get schools ready and up and running and things like that. And then I think probably the the other biggest two pieces were sort of around our calendar um, as well as our ensuring that our extracurricular work is is voluntary. Also, a little bit of a break in November too. That that's what I mean by the calendar. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Now the, the the other thing too. Do you think that professional development is overlooked by a lot of parents? And how important is that to, to for the mandate for you? Um, I I don't know that it's necessarily overlooked. I think some of it might just be a lack of a lack of knowledge. Sure. Um, in that, of course, when we have those PD days during the regular school year, that for them it it means sort of ensuring that there is um, that they have some childcare arrangements made yeah. in many cases, but. For teachers, um, that professional development is key to keeping their practice up, to, to learning new uh, pedagogy, to being able to keep up with the latest research and trends in terms of what is best for kids in the classroom. You, uh, you've been without a finalized collective agreement since way back in September of 2020. <laughs> 
But you've been at the bargaining table since uh, September 2022. That shows pretty good faith in my eyes. Have you been able to receive feedback from people about that, that, that they're seeing it the same way as I have? You could have we could probably have walked out a lot sooner than this if you did. Well, I think uh, I think there was faith in um, the two sides coming together. Okay. Um, with the with the two tier bargaining model, it's you're absolutely right. Our last agreement expired in August of 2020. Um, and then central table sort of kicked in, central table bargaining. So that's where bargaining occurs on behalf of all teachers across the province. Mm-hmm. That concluded in June 2022. And I guess it's I guess it's just important to note that local table bargaining actually can't begin until that central table has concluded. So even though we were without um, technically a local agreement, um, that it's it is sort of part of the new regular bargaining model, I guess. So where did this pivot? I saw a date said the 22nd of December. Things started to make it more of a positive move. Were you surprised or not by that? Um, I don't necessarily know that we were surprised. We had always indicated to the board our intentions to keep those communication lines open. Um, despite members voting down the second proposal, we um, we had, of course, always hoped that a strike could be averted. Teachers to be frank, teachers don't want to strike. I don't think anybody wants to strike or goes into the profession with that intent. We we want to be in our classrooms with students. We want to be doing those that good work. Um, if it can be avoided through um, continued talks and through open lines of communication, I think I think that's probably best. I saw some stats that said 53 out of the 61 local bargaining units, including obviously Edmonton, have reached an agreement. So that leaves us with eight left. 7,600 mm-hmm. teachers. How closely were they watching this process and are they feeling a little more upbeat about things? Um, I, I would suspect that many of them have been watching uh, Edmonton Public. We have had a number of teachers uh, reach out to us as well as other local presidents to sort of showing their support and um, it, it, to be frank, uh, appreciating the stand that Edmonton Public teachers took in saying that um, what had been offered just wasn't good enough yet. Gotcha. So it, it does it does give other teachers, I think, around the province um, a little bit more uh, confidence, if you will, in their own local bargaining. And then ratification. Where are we going with this now, just to get everything all cleared up perfectly? Um, my understanding is that our board um, it will be holding a ratification vote at their January 23rd okay. board meeting, so just next week. And then um, if they vote to accept it, then the uh, agreement comes into uh, effect immediately. Can you tell me how long is the agreement? <laughs> well, uh, it technically expires August 2024. Okay. Um, but again, going back to that central table bargaining model, we don't we do know that um, they are already sort of starting the beginning process of central table, and they're starting to negotiate the list and all of those things. So it, it never stops, um, right? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen. Thanks for your time and bringing us up to speed on this, because like I said, it it kind of it flew a little bit under the radar here. Well, there's a lot mm-hmm. of news that happened this week. There, there's no denying that with the Notley stuff and everything. But uh, I just wanted to thank you for coming on and kind of bringing us up to speed. Perfect. Thanks so much for having me, Brent.